Yeah, here we are, Berkshires. Good morning. It is 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here at uh, Berkshire Community Radio, WBCRLP, 97.7 FM, Great Barrington. And I think there's a few of you out there, or maybe hopefully more than a few, listening on the World Wide Web at www.berkshireradio.org. And um, I have got... You know, that big Universal Day of Love is about to come around again. and uh, But uh, today I thought, uh, why not tap into a deeper understanding of how love can be in your daily life to evolve all, all the other 364 days of our year. And especially whenever you're daydreaming. My very, very special guest today has an innate connection to be able to guide any soul to truly align to the power of their daydreams as a true compass for the journey of their spirit. Learning how to trust, learning how to trust these inner messages is an amazing gift that truly unites us all to being in the know that we are ever existing in one eon upon our human experiences here on earth. So stay tuned for when it comes to daydreaming, we're about to tell you what's going on. Lost in the beauty of the sky, breathe in the moon, colors of a rainbow, shed too soon, firefly, flicker, smile, shine like the sun, if life's about the journey, the miles Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to uh, another edition of What's Your Sign? I have your number, and of course, I'm your host, Sharita Starr. And uh, we've got a really, really fun show for you today that's going to be uh, tapping into, oh, you know, how, how you can just know that love is around you all, all 364 days of the year and not just on the uh, approaching, um, you know, big Hallmark holiday that's coming up in honor of or in memory of St. Valentine. <laughs> so today, where are we? Oh, we're at the, uh, we're still under our Aquarius sun today. We're at the 18th degree of um, Aquarius. Of course, this is a number of finalizations and endings. Um, it represents spiritual material conflict. Um, it's a uh, it's, it's, a, it's interesting because, of course, today, you know, we're going to have a full moon uh, uh, later on this afternoon. It'll officially peak. I know you think last night it's actually full. I mean, it is full, but the uh, the actual kickoff of the full moon will happen later this afternoon around 4 o'clock. And um, that's when we really officially begin waning. Um, that's when the, the moon starts taking away. We're actually still gathering just a little bit right now. Um, and, of course, this is happening at the 18th degree. We're having a pull of our sun against our moon that is uh, going to be at the 18th degree of Leo at that time. And we also have Mercury conjunct the sun today. So not only is um, our full moon pulling against uh, the sun, it's also pulling against communications. So um, it's kind of an interesting full moon. I mean, a, a moon in Leo, full moon in Leo. Uh, you want to look to that Leo area of your, your zodiac pie. You want to, want to check out what is coming to a conclusion here in this area of the life. What is, um, kind of has arrived at decisions, kind of a big momentous occasions. There's release happening in this area of the life in the next couple of weeks. So, um, wherever that lion reigns in your zodiac pie, look for a little letting go, um, 
And, you know, everything with, with a Leo moon, even when the moon is just passing through Leo once a month, um, we always want to just check our ego at the door. Um, because, uh, especially when you're, when you're combining Leo energy with, with emotion, uh, and putting it in a full moon as, as we're doing right now, um, it, it, it really can, uh, you know, <laughs> those, those drama queens can come out and really just want to take center stage. So, you know, be cautious of that. Um, but when you do check your ego at the door, that typically doesn't have to happen. Uh, when you gravitate to a little benevolence, uh, feel things very heartfelt, um, and kind of cast off pride, not that you don't want to, you know, feel dignified about things, but, um, it's a really, it's a great time to, you know, just dive in good time to dive into some creativity, paint a picture tonight or something, or go drawing or write or do something fun like that. But, um, also a good time to go see some entertainment because, you know, Leah loves to entertain, so you can have fun there. Um, and today, also early this morning, uh, around nine o'clock, uh, our lovely Saturn at the 29th degree of Libra is now going retrograde, uh, through towards the end of June. And then I'll go all the way back to the 22nd degree of Libra. So now we've got that planet of responsibility, um, being stable, going slow, having a little patience, um, wherever Libra uh, balances out those scales in your life. Now you're, you're, you're reflecting upon responsibility here from that 22nd to the 29th degree. So, um, and if you've got any planetary placements, um, of course, um, over those degree spans, Saturn's going to, you know, touch upon that and, um, want you to explore that, figure that out a little bit. So, um, always with Saturn, you just got to go slow. You got to take your time you, and you've got to do what's right. Um, it, it's not a time when, when you want to go against the grain, you got, you got to be diligent and, um, and, and be responsible. Uh, Saturn is the planet of responsibility. You'll find in this area of your, of your life, you may feel a little restricted right now. And maybe that things are just not going forward. They're not going to go forward in, in this brilliant sense of optimism, but it's a time when, uh, you know, you can really tap into reflecting upon how can I be the best I can be in this area of my life. And, um, what else is going on? And today is what? Today's the seventh. So we're, we're, um, in a, uh, the universal calendar date of the seven. Of course, that's guided by Neptune. That is all about spirituality, uh, the mystery of things. Uh, this is a great day to take some time for the self. Um, seven energies typically like to be alone. Uh, they don't like to, um, they like being out in the world, but they have to be alone before they can be out in the world, if that makes sense. So, um, so it's a good, a good, good day to take some time to kind of, kind of sharpen the personal saw, so to speak, if, um, you think you're in need of that or there's any necessity for that. And, um, one way, of course, I think to sharpen the personal saw is to, um, you know, always talk about, uh, love and be in love and understand what the love is all about. And, uh, you know, of course, a week from today, we have our big universal day of love, but I, I, I think it, every day is a universal day of love. And, uh, so today's topic is about the love to evolve continuum, as I like to say. And I have a fabulous guest who is going to tap us into, um, really understanding how we can recognize love around our life all 365 days of our year. And uh, I have psychic medium Daria Justin here. She is an, also the author of the book, Angels Whisper to Us, Decoding the Messages in Daydreams. And quote from Daria is, you won't find the answers outside of yourself. You will find them in your daydreams, a place where cosmic doors are opened. They are doorways filled with guidance, inspiration, acknowledgement, and love. Embrace your power and you can change the world one daydream at a time, unquote. And Daria Justin, she's a psychic medium. She's an intuitive counselor. She's got an international clientele. She does readings privately and publicly. She, spent her, she has spent her life cultivating her ability to channel messages from angelic energies, spirit guides, master teachers, and souls who have crossed over. 
She believes that the paths of our lives, the path of our lives can be daunting and knowing that we have love and guidance from the other side can expand our joy and ease our sorrow. She was born and raised in New Jersey. Uh, Daria grew up in a family where psychic dreams and premonitions were commonplace. Her mother always spoke of seeing relatives that had passed over and everyone discussed their dreams, knowing some would become predictions. It was when she met the famed psychic Lydia Clark that her path became clear. Lydia told her that she had a gift and she needed to use it. Since Lydia was the psychic who started John Edward on his path, she knew she could trust it. I always knew I was supposed to do something special with my life. Meeting Lydia was one of those moments when dreams and destiny collide. Daria helps people to understand what lies beyond this world. We are all souls who have come here with a higher purpose, and knowing this has enriched my life beyond belief. Daria was invited to be a perspective medium for the Veritas Research Program at the University of Arizona, headed up by Dr. Gary Schwartz, author of The Afterlife Experiments, whose work was featured in a documentary for HBO and included such luminaries as John Edward and Alison Dubois, and the inspiration for the network television show Medium. This evolved into the scientific research study, Survival of Consciousness, conducted by the Windbridge Institute for Applied Re Research in Human Potential, from which Daria has been officially granted a medium certification for the most, five, for the most rigorous five-year scientific study of mediumship done to date. In addition to private readings, group events, Daria is the host of Medium in Our Midst on Blog Talk Radio, which can be heard on the internet as well. Um, and of course, she's a frequent radio talk show guest, as she is today. Uh, again, author of the book, Angels, Whispers to Us, Angels Whisper to Us, Decoding the Messages in Daydreams. And this is a complete manual that teaches the reader how to access and understand the powerful guidance, inspiration, and acknowledgement that comes to us from angels, spirit guides, loved ones who've passed on via our daydreams. And I will verify that I just read this book and um, in my own personal experience of uh, my grandmother recently passing, um, I took her ashes to um, Florida, uh, part of them, to spread them. And I had Daria's book with me and it was a fascinating tool to have as I did this very um, sobering moment in my life. Um, so I, I I highly recommend that you find Daria on the web on the web and her book and you can do that at www.dariajustin.com. Good morning, Daria. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Sharita, and thank you for that illustrious <laughs> introduction. Well, they tell you to be lavish in love, and I'm lavishly loving you, and I I so appreciate your work. Um, I, I know we have p crossed paths for a reason, and um, that having your book on my personal journey was, I, I cannot possibly begin to explain the comfort that it brought me, although I'm quite, I get the medium thing, I, I, I love it, but um, your book really was affirmed everything that I've ever thought, because I'm a believer of signs, I mean, I'm a, I'm a stickler to believe signs in my life, and you really sent this home in a way that I was like, <gasps> Yes, I can believe it even more. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's interesting. When I hear passages from my book, it never fails to amaze me because when I started to write that book, I really started to write about my adventures as a psychic medium. And, you know, I was just sitting there one day and I heard this voice just booming in my head that angels whisper to us in daydreams. And... To be perfectly honest, I used to think that people who called themselves a channel were kind of hokey, or I really, I'm very, um, I like to experience things myself. I can be, I can be very skeptical in some ways, mm -hmm. which I think is a good thing. Absolutely. And when it, when it actually happened to me where I started really listening to this voice and, and um, really paying attention to, to the messages coming to me in daydreams, when I read it, it's like, it just blows me away because it's not my voice in my head. It's like not, it's almost not the words I would use. It's just this information that came to me that just resonates so beautifully. And I'm so grateful and so thankful and feel so privileged that that happened. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say that um, I love sharing the continuum of love. <laughs> 
I love uh, I loved your introduction about the planets and the planetary influences because you do you put it in a very practical. I'm not an astrologer, and you know I could I, I'm can get very confused with you know things that are happening <laughs> astrologically. But I love the way you put everything very succinctly and simply. And I have to say, this day that we chose, I love the full moon. I don't know what it is. It's the I guess it's the energy of the full moon that I want to go dance around outside under the moon. <laughs> well, you know, I, I will say I do have your chart in front of me. And uh, this moon is kicking off in your eighth house, which is, of course, the very very psychic uh, regeneration, transformation, change house. Um, and it's, uh, ooh, it's going to be just off your natal uh, Pluto, which is, ooh, ooh, that's going to be, this is, this is like a, boy, you're going to go through like a, a wild awakening today, I think, you know. Yeah, right, so let, let me know what happens in the so next couple So if you were going to translate, ooh, ooh, that's what it would be, a wild awakening. <laughs> <laughs> and interesting, what I also see in your chart is that, in the opposition of where the current transiting Pluto is, it's coming very, very, very close to your natal Chiron, which is you're getting a lot of stuff from your childhood right now coming out of you. Kind of like you're going back into the memories of being a kid. I don't know if that makes any sense to you at the moment, but um, childhood first impressions in life and where you developed a lot of stuff like that, that's working in an interesting way with this, with this moon um, well, for you. I find that, um, especially, you know, for myself and also for people that I've been reading lately, is that we are entering into this ascended energy of, and it's all about love. Yes, and it is. And a lot of what we're going through is there are um, memories that are attached to feelings that are very deep-seated within our physical bodies and they are coming up, they're emerging. Like if you imagine bubbles in champagne, you know, there's, they rise to the surface. And when they do, it's important to look at them and then release them. Because that kind of, it's, we're clearing away, we're clearing out and, and opening ourselves up to, um, to being in that space where we can let go of judgment, including judging ourselves, and we can um, recognize how each of us share this love connection. Yeah, it's it. You know, we're in this is this full moon is at uh, this series. We've been in a very interesting numerological understanding in full moons. Where this is the fifth full moon since October that it, the moon, the, the the kickoff, as I like to call it, is at the 18th degree of the sign which the 18, of course, is a number that represents, and you take that one and the eight reduces to a nine. It's the number of finalizations and endings, conclusions. It brings everything to kind of a, you know, it allows things to clear out, as you're saying, so that new stuff can come in. And next month, we'll have this last six month in a row full moon thing at the 18th degree, and we're going to do this in Virgo um, as we are done with the zodiac uh, kind of thing. I, I will be completing, the sun will be in Pisces, and as we move into Aries uh, in the spring, it's like we are going to get ready for new. You know, it's ready for new. It's like we're, we're, we're going, you know. Um, and I think this Mars retrograde right now, too, which, uh, and, and not to put confusion involved, <laughs> but, but, you know, Mars is the planet also that, it, but Mars is the planet that guides the nine to begin with. It's the planet that rules the nine. And it's, it's when Mars is retrograding, it's bringing finalizations and conclusions in a very reflective way wherever it is. And right now, he, of course, he's in Virgo. So um, wherever, and then what's that for you? Oh, that's your... Um, um, your house of higher learning and foreign travel and all that kind of stuff. So that's where you're reflecting a lot right now. If you're, or you're feeling like, I'm not moving forward, but I got to do something here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting because, um, you know, I, I had a trip up to New Jersey last week. And when I came back, I just like, wow, I just kind of was stopped in my tracks. I just needed to really regroup. And that's kind of what I've been just decided to just take. I mean, I've been working every day, and I finally took a day off and said, I just need to kind of regroup and yep. see what's happening. Sharita, what, do you know what a blue, why, why it's called a blue moon? Is that I, when there are like... 
a blue, a once in a blue moon. I think the blue moon, you know what? I forget the term. I think a blue moon is when it's the second, if, it, if I'm, second I think it's the month, second, right? yeah, that happens to fall on a calendar month or, or that it's not the calendar month, but it's that it's in the sign. Like you can have, and we did it like a while back, I think it was over a year ago. Like you'll have like one full moon at like zero degrees or maybe one degree of the sign. And then it'll actually catch because it takes 28 days for the moon right. to come back to the same sign again. Um, you'll catch it at the 29th degree of the same sign. So I think that's, I, I forget the blue moon thing. Yeah, I think <laughs> But I think you're right. <laughs> I, I don't know why I just started to think about that. It's just always fascinated me why it would be called a blue moon. But I think the blue carries a certain vibration. It's the vibration of not just communication, because the blue is the vibration of the throat chakra, but there's a right. whole realm of blue that the the representation of the blue a collective i want to call it mm -hmm. that um it's they have a vibration of a very high collective of spiritual souls um spiritual learning and um uh, there's just for me that whole blue connotation carries such a beautiful vibration to it um, and I think that's why growing up in the Catholic religion, they always depicted Mary, the Blessed Mother, with blue, a blue veil. Right. And at the time, we thought, oh, well, it was just a blue cloth. But now I understand it's that vibration of blue of the throat, of speaking your truth. And that's why I say to people, tell people you love them. Yes. When you're greeting your family and friends, when you're leaving them, if you feel love, just tell them, I love you. Share Get it out there. Yeah. So so tell us about some of, I mean, I, I, I could, you know, of course, talk about my, how it happened to me, but uh, how you know or how you have recognized that anybody can know that, that their daydreams are valid. Uh, you know, it's not some like, oh, you're just off daydreaming. You know how like people just yeah. throw yeah. that stereotype on it. And, yeah. you know, we, thoughts come into our minds for a reason. Um, yeah. There's, they're guided, you know, there is a guided path to it. Um, well, d yes, and the thing about daydream is daydreams come between your thoughts. When you are, oh my gosh, I'm thinking I have to go to the store and I have to remember to get cat food, and then all <laughs> of a sudden your, your thoughts stop and you find some time has passed by, and then you lose tra track, you lose sense of yourself. You right. lose track of time. It could just be for an instant or it could be for a couple of minutes. People who are driving, although that's a terrible time to daydream, but it often happens to them when they're <laughs> driving where they will have gone a few blocks and you're like, oh, my God, how did I get here? And it's in between the thoughts that you literally leave your body for an instant. You connect to your soul. You connect to that higher vibration. And then you can receive inspiration, and then from inspiration you imagine, and from imagination you create, and when you create, you manifest. Yeah. So, and then also um, validations from loved ones who's pa who have passed over, or from spirit guides. You know, I remember one time I was just feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm helping so many people, when am I going to get help? I needed help, where is my help? I think my guides have, and I literally said in my mind, I think my guides have forgotten who I am. I think they've forgotten my name. And I just kind of let it go. And I, I, I was saying that last week. <laughs> okay. I find my, you know, I'm driving in the car and then, you know, I stop at a light and I'm just, I'm daydreaming. And when I, when I come to out of the daydream, I'm focused on the license plate in front of me and it literally said Daria and then some initial. Now, Oh, of that's course, fun. I look at it again. Like, am I hallucinating? <laughs> you know, yeah, and you don't really have the most common name going there that's either. What I mean. When do you ever see the name Dario on a license plate? I can't say that I have. <laughs> right. So I think that daydreaming is a natural state. To me, it's a gift given to us when we are born. It is the way we connect to our souls. It is the way we can keep ourselves on track. But through programming, through our upbringing, through society and our technological, scientific way of doing everything, it's pay attention to what we say, pay attention to what we do, pay attention. When I was in grammar school, the nuns used to always yell at me, you're always daydreaming, come back here, you're always daydreaming. <laughs> and 
okay because it's a natural state of reflection it's kind of that it's a way to meditate without without forcing it just allowing it to come through and when you begin to identify what is coming to you when you begin to pay attention i like to use this as an example if i may go right ahead i was i my girlfriend had asked me to go to new orleans to visit her son her husband couldn't go with her I'd always wanted to go to New Orleans. The last opportunity I had to go with her, I couldn't. I was pregnant with one of my kids. And I just thought, okay, I, at this time, I have no points left on any airlines, credit cards, whatever. I, I just, I don't know how it'll happen, but I'm just going to throw it out to the universe. I want to go to New Orleans. I'm just going to let the universe work out the details. Okay. I was at my sink. I'm washing dishes. And all of a sudden, I find myself daydreaming. And this was a separate time. This was like a few days later. Okay. So I wasn't thinking about it. I find myself daydreaming about Delta Airlines. And I immediately stopped and caught that and said, why am I daydreaming about Delta Airlines? (laughs) Okay. I went online to look it up. And I realized that I did have points, which I never used. And I, I gave up because in order to use Delta Airlines, you have to fly to Oshkosh and go 12 hours in order to you know, go like for half an hour. So I look and I, I, met, I get a flight with just one stop over in Atlanta. So it would be a very short flight to get there exactly when I want to go. And then on the way home, there was a layover in Cincinnati. Well, I, one of the women that I became friendly with through the Winbridge Institute, that whole, the whole mediumship uh, thing, mm-hmm. was my friend Carrie. Uh, we became close friends for years, but we had never met. I called Carrie up. I said, Carrie, how close are you to the airport? She said, I could see it from my backyard. Oh, I wow. Said, could you meet me for lunch? Yes. So I actually had a layover in Cincinnati. I got to meet Carrie in person. It was absolutely lovely. And all that because I paid attention to the daydream that right. was telling me to look up Delta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and your loved ones will give you signs. You know, if you're feeling you just need some acknowledgement, they will, they will uh, find ways of getting to you through daydreams. You know, either you'll be thinking of them and then all of a sudden you'll turn, turn the, the radio on. And there's a song that they loved. But oh yes, I do. that happens. I can't. I t- music is is quite wild that way for me. I I get that a lot. Yeah, and love the, that. The most, the most important thing is when they pop into your mind. That is because they are trying to get to you. Yeah, yeah. It's not just. It's not coincidence. You know, people say to me all the time. Oh, I was thinking of my dad at just at this perfect moment, or he popped into my head, or. Or I was dreaming I was with my dad. Is that real? Yeah, it absolutely is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of information that can be garnered from our daydreams if you just start to pay attention. It becomes almost a way of um, phoning home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like your 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 how you phrase it. Like it's like replacing like you know everybody's like into like what's a quote unquote psychic phenomenon, but really replacing this with daydream phenomenon opens up this world of possibility. And you know everybody thinks oh you know I'm not psychic. I I don't I can't you know everybody has this ability. We yeah. all do it because everybody has loved ones and guides who help them. So it's like nobody's exempt <laughs> out there. And it doesn't make any difference what religion you are, what exactly. you are. Everyone on the planet daydreams. Yeah, yeah, well, because it's I natural. I asking myself why. Why do we daydream? You know, and then I started getting these this information directly from Archangel Gabriel because Archangel Gabriel identified himself or herself, however you want to see it, as uh, working with me. And um, and it was absolutely beautiful. And, of course, my nephews still make fun of me. Aunt Daria, I was driving down the street honking at you, yelling and leaning out the window, and you just were daydreaming and just drove right by me. But... <laughs> Well, I, you're probably so protected that, you know, I mean... Um, you, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're very, very, very good there. So 
I can't believe a whole half an hour has gone by already, but um, we're going to take a little break because um, I have to let our local listeners and, of course, anybody who's listening on the web who comes to the Burks, as I call them, um, do a couple PSAs, and we're going to be right back with you, Daria. Okay, so what is happening? In our local Berkshire community, we've got, oh, you know, being that we are doing this love topic show, let's, let's tell you about Be Mine, <laughs> which is happening on February 14th uh, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at the Women's Health and Wellness Fair at the Comfort Inn in Great Barrington. Our theme is Heart Truth. It's free for all. It's an amazing evening of resources, refreshments, and rejuvenation for all ages. Exhibitors are needed. And for more information, you can contact the, uh, the CHW Alliance of Berkshire County at chwalliance at gmail.com. And that is going on again. That is a free, uh, free event on the 14th on Valentine's Day evening from 5.30 to uh, 7 p.m. at Women's Health and Wellness Fair, the Comfort in Great Barrington. Check it out. Okay, and then what else do we have going on? We have the Turtle Island Quartet. Uh, these guys are going to be coming up on the 17th of uh, February. That would be a Friday, 8 p.m. at the Colonial Theater. And that's going to be 111 South Street over in Pittsfield. Um, to get tickets for that, you can call 413-997-4444. Or you can go to the website, uh, which is the Colonial www thecolonialtheater.org and uh, or just shoot them a little email at info at thecolonialtheater.org again they're the Turtle Island Quartet is performing on the 17th of uh, February at 8 p.m. over in Pittsfield righty so I welcome you back to the second half of What's Your Sign? I have your number. I'm your host, Shervita Star. I have a great, fabulous, wonderful, and uh, daydreaming expert, I guess we could call her, uh, guest today, psychic medium, Daria Justin. Um, she's written this amazing book. I highly recommend um, looking on the web and, uh, and, and get, getting more information about it. It's called Angels. Um, whisper angels whisper to us, decoding the messages in our daydreams. And you can find Daria on the web, D A R, D A R I A J U S T Y N is how you spell her name. And here we are. Now we're gonna finish off this love to continuum daydreaming fest. <laughs> interesting is I keep uh, seeing things popping up on the internet about new planets being discovered. Aha. Uh -huh. Yes. Linda Goodman there. Uh, Linda Goodman says in star signs, there's two more. Yes. At and, least. Um, what I find interesting is it is my belief that as we, as the galaxy, we are on a giant spiral and we are actually, as we are ascending, we are kind of uh, going up the spiral. Mm. So we are on a another plane where there are, it's not that they weren't there, it's that we weren't there, and now we're there, and that's how we see them. Yeah. It's well, not like they've just discovered this special telescope, you know? So the possibilities for for what is coming for us, to me, it is beautiful, overwhelming, outstanding. And if collectively if we all focus on a beautiful loving community on, around the globe i believe that we are going to bring ourselves into a the condition the human condition when people used to say the human condition it has such a negative feel to it but i believe our human condition is going to be one of love and sharing and just we just have to grasp it believe it, and then live it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what did I do? I, 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 I did a, uh, the universal source. I, I did a little lexagram on that last night, and it was that love, love is our core. Oh, that's 
that's beautiful. Love is love is our car core as as as, as, as uh, everything is one. You know, it's all one eon. Yeah. Everything's one eon. You know, it it is the past, present, future. It's all the same. Um, but yeah, lo- love is the core. I mean, I love, I love your talents, the talent you have with those lexigrams, <laughs> the lexigrams that you gave me for my name and like my various names. Oh, speaking that was of so much fun. Speaking of that, I have a little treat for you because I, I, you know, I, I decided I was going to do your radio show title, which I think you're going to love this because this is okay. really fun. So I did medium in our midst, uh, and it's vibes, your show vibes to a 25 vibration, which of course is a seven, which is perfect the perfect number for a medium to have a show about spirituality and and all the things that you talk about on your on your fabulous program so um you've got the right title and what i also thought that you've got three names the first three names in your title are all six vibrations a medium is a 24 vibration which is what your birthday is right I find that to be very, very interesting. So, of course, you're you're in the right business too. In case you know that you know Lydia didn't quite affirm that for you, which we know. <laughs> and then in is a six vibration. Hour is a six vibration as well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you got three sixes, and then the midst is a seven. So when you add it all up together, it becomes a twenty-five. So it's yeah. I was I was like, oh wow, this is really fascinating, because most of the time when people are picking names for things or whatever, they tend to gravitate to what they, who they already are. You, st- a lot of people stick in their own vibration zone, so to speak. So, um, and I see this a lot with this phenomenon of the numbers four and eight, which of course they they are very warned not to keep combining themselves with more of four and eight energy because it kind of causes some it causes things to kind of trip up for them. They've got to kind of really be a little bit more in awareness of, of gravitating to numbers that kind of balance them out better. But four and eight people always come to me with like name things and so on and so forth. And every name they pick, it's like another four or an eight vibration. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. We have to tweak this. You know? <laughs> like, well, but I, the rest I, of the numbers are fine. I have to do anything like naming something. I just um, ask my guides and, uh, you know, whomever is working for my highest good to just give it to me in a daydream and I forget about it. Yeah. And all of a sudden it'll just pop in. Yeah. <laughs> well, they picked the right one for you for this because I love this. So from the lexagrams from medium in our midst, we can derive these phrases. And of course, anybody who's uh, first time listening out there, um, a lexagram, what, what, what I'm doing is taking the title and I'm going to anagram it and then I'm going to phrase the anagrams like poetry or prose and it and it tells us the kind of the truth of what's going on with that so so medium in our midst tune into mind into time time is one run eon tide to tide night to night morn to morn storm to storm summer to summer minute to minute it in one eon (laughs) set to unite us to our true mind to summon our outside time Turn to the true. Turn into true mind routine to numerous oddities to sound moments to mentor us. Our memoirs sent in true time to unite us to our inside truism. You pick the name, dear. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I love that. It's so beautiful. Isn't that cool? I'm going to put that, I'm going to type that all, I'm going to put it on a, a plaque and hang it on my wall. You're so funny. Whenever I'm feeling like, what the heck am I doing this for? Why am you I know? doing it? Well, you're there that's, to turn everybody's mind into a different routine. That is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you're you welcome. So that was fun. I was just like, I was like, oh, I never did her, um, I didn't do her radio show title. I said, let me check that out. What, so what? much fun. Yeah. Oh, we, 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 we love the, the lexagrams are great. They're, they're, they, I always say the lexagrams kind of seal the deal of everything else. Like they, like you've got your astrology, you've got your, you know, your, um, your numerology and all that. And then you've got your daydreams and you've got all this stuff. And, and I'll tell you how this, I, I mean, I, I, you and I should probably collaborate and write a book together about this because how I come across like what words and things come to me. Like, okay, I get on that boat down in Florida as I was spreading these ashes and I had arranged a random guy, not a random guy, but like, I didn't know him. I just like yeah. said, I got the place that I was going to stay in. 
and said, do you guys have somebody who can charter, a, I can charter a boat? And they said, sure. And they gave me this guy's number. So I, I made up, made the plan with them. And that's all I knew was his first name and I had his cell phone. And so the day we do this, um, I go and he takes me, he goes, oh, yeah, he says, yeah, go, go over to the dock. And it's the boat called the Elnora. And I was like, oh no. What? I, and I go, now my grandfather's name was Earl. And I tend to see his name all the time in words or things that I come across. So, of course, from El Nora, I spelled the phrase immediately, Earl, real near a Leo. And that, of course, is me. I'm the Leo. Um, And I was like immediately like, this is definitely the right boat. (laughs) What was your grandmother's name? Her name was Kitty. A Kathleen, but um, they everybody called her Kitty. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um interesting and i had those angelic rays on the ocean uh the angelic rays were coming from the clouds as we had sailed out from key largo onto the ocean and i had all my i had all my validations and i I took notes like a banshee i I gotta write about it but i I haven't even processed it all yet so (laughs) but i got the notes when i want to go there (laughs) well you know it's it's so important for for people to um embrace the faith that what the signs they get, the validations they get are real. Yeah. You know, I have this saying, um, people are looking for fireworks when they should be looking for fireflies. Ah, I love that. You know, (laughs) if it's not going to hit them over the head with it, they don't believe it. Mm -hmm. When it's the little things that come to us at exactly the right moment. Yes. Whether you're looking for them or you aren't looking for them. That is, and as the veil is thinning, and I use that term, the veil is thinning, because most people understand what that means. As we are raising our vibrations, and just for people who don't understand what this means, the earth as a living sentient being, the earth is not just a rock we stand on, it has a vibrational frequency called the Hertz frequency. Mm. Over the past decade, it has risen considerably. Because we are electrical beings and we resonate, uh, we have a certain frequency, a certain vibration. We resonate in harmony with the earth, so our frequencies are rising also. What does that mean? That means we are moving, slowly moving out of the dense physical third dimension, kind of creeping our way up to a lighter, higher vibration where all the molecules are moving faster, everything's moving faster. Mm. And... And that means that the our loved ones who have passed over, they're not gone. They're there in those higher vibrations. So it's becoming they are becoming more and more accessible. I mean, yeah, and that's I think you know in tying in with the whole you know we, of course we're in the big we are we are in it everybody we're in 2012 and um you know everybody in the minds did say everything would have sped up to this you know it would get quicker and quicker and quicker and i think also back to that series of full moons that we are amidst and um the 18 representing spiritual material conflict it is like when you say like letting go of the physical kind of heaviness in this world um it that's what the 18 wants us to do. It wants us to let go of material. Not that you can have nothing or you should have nothing, but that raise yourself up to that spirituality and you're not going to have the conflict because the materialism in this world is what's has, you know, the greed, the materialism, all those things have botched it, botched it a little bit. And the more simplified we become in the future, which is really just about being, natural and 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 that and there's nothing more natural than love <laughs> right and you know part of that is that we have been conditioned to believe that our life is nothing but working struggling to pay bills struggling to make yeah. money yeah. and really it is our absolute birthright to live in abundance so when yep. we talk about materialism it there's nothing wrong with being surrounded with beauty and beautiful things. Absolutely. What it is, is it's that sense of struggle and that we have to have something because someone else tells us we have to have it or we want to right. keep up with the Joneses or we're letting go of that. Mm-hmm. And we are embracing the idea that we, we have believed that life is a struggle, but really we are absolutely magnificent beings who have the capacity and the ability to manifest whatever it is we want 
And collectively, this is what we've manifested, but it's like the veil is being lifted and we're beginning to see that this is not how we are meant to live. We There's plenty of resources on the planet. There's plenty of free energy just waiting for us. And we're in the process of shifting things around because it's like shining a flashlight into the dark. Anything that comes with that heaviness, that, that darkness, that negativity, the light's being shined onto it so that we can see it, we can bring it to light, and mm-hmm. we can transmute it. It's gone. Yeah. And what do we have left? The understanding that we can manifest our thoughts. Tomorrow doesn't just appear. It doesn't just magically appear. What we think today is what we manifest tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. this whole idea with the, with the, these moons, with the completion, it just makes perfect sense to me. So yeah. thank you for that information. <laughs> oh, you're you're very welcome. It, it um you know and and you know and they're under you know that that eighteen understanding too about it. It's not like you say. It's not that we're not meant to have abundance and you know enjoy what is beautiful and 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 be comfortable and all of those things but we don't get there by attaching to the materialism first we've got to get spiritual before the material <laughs> manifests exactly. and that's kind of what is we're meant to to grasp that really strongly right now is yeah. if you you get really within you you're 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 going to have a lot you know you're going to be a lot better off Exactly. Um, you know, it's just that there's going to be no question about that, but you know, we, you know, as we know, uh, surfacing around the, the world and, 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 and looking at how people in power tend to operate, um, and also tend to judge and cast their ego around, um, this is what doesn't fit into the formula, you know, um, right. So those are, to, you know, that's just, it's just recognizing that. And you know what, they exist for a reason because they kind of teach you what you don't want, I think. <laughs> well, they obviously manifested this whole world, this situation, as really diving down deep into the physical dimension to experience that, that separation. I think if it's my understanding that when we separated from the source so that we can understand what it was to manifest in the physical dimension, then we became so enamored with our manifestations that it kind of cut us off from the source and we just went full scale into the manifestations. Yeah. But we've gone now as far as we can go and it's time to pull out of that. Um, you keep talking about the 18 degrees and um, I'm not quite sure what it means for me, but I know my moon, I, my moon is in Gemini at 18 degrees. So that's not something that changes, right? That's like no, a, that's um, kind of like the constant of your your map, <laughs> your I soul see. map. There, yes, yes. That so that's a that that is uh, right. You do have the 18th degree. So and I have this like way that I also because I of course do all this fusion with the astrology and the numerology, and I and I um, have a, a way that I take every number that you you know because every planet has fallen at a particular number in your chart and it's placed in a particular house and which means it's something about telling you something about that area of the life a little bit strongly so what i see in your chart having a 18 degree um gemini moon is that for you emotionally there you having like uh you you probably have in your life and and have been toy have toyed with it that if you had attached you may have younger in your younger years had attachment to material things but recognizing that that wasn't the way it's supposed to go but that you can have an like there's a tendency that you may dr- be drawn to having attachment to just material stuff and that makes you feel happy emotionally you know what i mean whereas if you go to the spiritual which obviously you have and you were kind of really brought up in that very well so i don't think you ever went down the wrong road with that <laughs> but i do i do understand that because growing up i mean god bless my parents we had a really good life yeah. and um you know, we always, we weren't wealthy by any means, but we certainly had vacations and just, you know, everything that we we needed. And 
and uh, especially jewelry because my mother yeah. <laughs> she was she was just absolutely loved beautiful jewelry so you know as an I've always been an artist so for me beauty it's the beauty of what I see that I love I've always been so attracted to minerals and gems not necessarily in the jewelry but yes in the jewelry but also the, the resonance, the vibrations of the minerals and gems. So when I grew, was growing up, it was all about, let's go to the jeweler. We've got extra money. Let's pick out the yeah. stones. We're going to design our own jewelry. He's going to make it. And now I've kind of given all that up because it just, it no longer holds that meaning for me. Yeah. Yeah. Although the, the gems have a meaning for everybody, but oh, depending sure. on what the, they are. The minerals, but it was just yeah. right. It's the acquisition. I don't need to have that acquisition. I could be just as happy holding a piece of pink rotocrosite and just meditating with right. it and having you, a beautiful You don't need this and elaborate piece of yes, I, I totally get yes. And that is letting that is um you gravitating to the spiritual side of it rather than the material side of it and what it does for you on a comfort level. because uh, okay. you know moon represents our comfort zone. Um and you've probably, with the 18th degree, even if it was any sign, and uh, um, 18th degree of any sign of, of the moon, um, you've probably had to kind of understand how to just curb the, the anger from time to time in your emotional reactions. Like, you know, the more calm, which of course, now you're a native, you're a karmic path 24, so you really love to refrain from the argument. Like you're not about the argument. You really don't <laughs> want to go there. But there probably have been times here and there that eh, maybe a little anger is just like, pew, it just, if it comes, it just goes. <laughs> it shoots off like a rocket. Well, it's kind know, of like a boiling point. Is I, when I was growing up, there were seven people in my family. There were five children, and, you know, it was this big, loud Italian family. Yeah. And whenever we would get into an argument, everybody would start yelling. <laughs> whoever yelled the loudest and the longest won the argument, but really by default. But literally five minutes later, it was gone, it was done, and... No one ever held a grudge. I mean, it was just the thing we did. Yeah, yeah. But I, I so I think in that way, absolutely. Uh, I don't. I really don't get angry. No, you don't. Um, no. I used to yell all the time. <laughs> I would yell simply because I was brought up yelling, and I really had to learn to curb that and kind of come out of that pattern. And it took me, took me, you know, well into my thirties to get out of that yelling. But, but. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> oh, I know. I know large. I, I come from a very small family and my, uh, I've had experiences throughout my life with, with people with large families. And I'm just so fascinated by the whole thing because I'm, I'm just like, I did not grow up this way. And, and I just watch what siblings do to each other. And like, it's, it's just like, what a study I'll tell you. Um, but, and I love it. I see. I love it. Like a big loud family. I think that's, that's, that's just, it's just priceless. It's wonderful. Um, you know what? Also, you've got, um, of course, you know what I love to see uh, that I see in your chart is that your moon is pretty much in an almost exact con uh, trine to your natal Neptune, which is, of course, up in your career house. So you are so emotionally satisfied by your work. And I mean, you've got the moon talking to Neptune up there. I mean, of course, there's one more affirmation of why do you do what you do and why does it come to you in the ease that it does um because these messages are just there and this is what you're meant to do you're meant to serve you know and of course with it for a gemini you know it's funny that you say that you're like you were saying in the beginning of the show that you're kind of skeptical you, you you're a little skeptical which is good and you know you're a gemini son with your son in the in the virgo ruled sixth house so that's all logic. So there's a lot of logic that toys around with you, even though you've got all this other psychic channel going on, but you logically want the validation. Absolutely. That's I think, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, and I'll tell you how the logic comes into play. <laughs> the mediumship part of it is I do, I absolutely feel so blessed to be able to help people. And to be able to connect with these energies and these souls and the archangels and these ascended masters, I am, I can't tell you how blessed I feel like I walk around on a cloud all day long because I just, I love, love, love 
being able to do this. The logic part of it is if the sink breaks and the plumbing needs to be fixed, my family would call me to come over. I need you to fix the sink. Um, this thing came off the wall. I need you to put the cabinet back together. I, and I could just logically figure out how to See, do it. You know how you've got a mechanical mind too. <laughs> you go both ways. Well, that's a Gemini. You know, Geminis are great with their hands. They're, they got a very mechanical mind. Uh, scientifically, you know, that's fu- what, what, you're a great package. I want to, I want you to come over to my house. <laughs> My you can fix sinks. Moving, my sister was very upset because she said, who's going to like put my cabinet door back on when it falls off? Oh my God, I love that. I love that. Oh boy. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, I can see why you know how to do all that. I mean, it just, yeah, just all, that all makes sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's once again, you know, my mother, God bless her. Um, she always used to say, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Well, I, I got to agree with her there. <laughs> she she said, and this is so true, there's nothing you can't do. If you want to do it, just do it. Just That's true. It it, yeah, yeah. That we can learn things, and, and yeah, you don't have to be afraid of everything. You know, just 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 do it. Yeah. Right. I'm with you on the tomboy thing. I kind of like, I, I have that same kind of like, you know, um, I got a lot of my grandfather in me, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know. I'll rough it. I'm fine. You know, I was I was splitting wood with my parents when I was a kid. You know, I like, <laughs> <laughs> we were out in the woods picking it up. My father had two years worth of wood on hand at all times. You know, I know how to do all that stuff. You know, I'll get on a lawnmower or weed eat or whatever it takes. You know, it's all it's it's all good. Um, but and then of course when you're in the nature, it's just absolutely fascinating. So and the, and you get all that all the more. Um, your messages. I love the animal messages. I, I, I vary into that too. Uh, when you see animals during the day, like wild ones, of course. Right. Um, you know. Well, I had really studied the Native American animal totems uh, some years back. And once you kind of get that in your psyche, then they use that as a way of getting you messages. Mm. So when you see that, you'll know. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And my, it was funny that one of the very first times my, my grandfather was ever channeled to me, he told me he was with the, with the Indians. So I definitely, I get that a lot. Like that's like when you talk about, you know, when I was, you know, reading in your book about, you know, just understanding when things come into the, you know, just come into your reality as you're, you're doing your day. Um, right. yeah, yeah, that happens constantly. I, um, and I, and I love that. It, 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 it always makes me, uh, feel like nobody is that far away, even though they're not in the vessel anymore, which is the, right. the missing part. But, um, they're still there. They're definitely still there. It's um, and same amazing. Thing with our animals too. You know, it's amazing how if you find yourself daydreaming about one of your pets who has passed over, you better believe that they're right by you. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be the opposite where I'll see something run by me and I'll be, oh my God, a cat just ran by me. And I'll go in the living room to see, was that did that cat like come in from outside? Who, who is that? <laughs> all of a sudden I'll get the image in my mind of, oh, there's Willow, my cat who passed over. Yeah. You know? yeah. My one cat, Shadow, actually it was like she just stepped right in front of me, took a few steps and disappeared. So they will absolutely let, let us know that they are around us too. Mm. Yeah, the kitties. Well, this has been wonderful to have you on today, Daria. And, um, to know and and believe and and be assured that love is around us all the time and um you know of course be nice to people on valentine's day but (laughs) (laughs) do it every day (laughs) every day yeah every day is great those poor people who aren't getting chocolates and flowers myself included exactly yeah i'm with you there mending valentine's day so let's just share the love every day absolutely wonderful all right well we will um have you back again daria and i wish you a uh, a beautiful beautiful tuesday rest of the day thank you so much Thank you for having me on, Charita. I loved it. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. So you've been listening to What's Your Sign? I have your number with Sharita Starr. And my guest today was the lovely and talented psychic medium and author, Daria Justin. You can find her on the web at www.daria.justyn.com.
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. And um, we are going to be back on uh, the 21st of February with herbalist Liz Hubner, and we're going to be having a great show about planets to plants. How about it? Um, all about how herbs and things are guided by those lovely planets above and what can they do for us down here below. And it is, don't, uh, by the way, listen, uh, check in with our website, www.berkshireradio.org. Check in with programs, leave a comment. You can do all that fun stuff. Let us know what you think. We always love opinions um, around here. And um, you can also email me at any time, Radio at gmail.com. And be sure to check out any of the podcasts at sharitastarradio.blogspot.com. And it is, uh, yes, it is. It's going to be noontime on Berkshire Community Radio, WBCRLP 97.7 FM, Great Barrington. And I wish you all, my dear star, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day and year ahead of loving to evolve. Better. Every day.